This is Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek, and you are listening to New Release, Ooh. a movie podcast with a time-traveling twist. Ashley, care to set the scene? Oh, yeah. Okay, so we're cruising through the mall. It's packed. We've got it on our neon windbreakers looking super fly, and then, oh boy, there it is. The smell of fresh popcorn and teen spirit in the air. Ooh, smells delicious. Yep, it's 1990, all right. And we're taking you week by week through the best year ever for movies. Woo! Ah! Woo! It's May 11th, 1990, and we're about to examine our 18th movie so far from this glorious year. Class of 1999, rated R for, well, violence? <laughs> Lots of violence. Yep, ultraviolence. They had to use, like, green uh, transmission fluid instead of blood to kind of tone down to not to avoid the x rating. So yeah, yeah, we're going to get into all the shenanigans that take place in this high school and others. Uh, but before we do that, <laughs> we are at our own undercover high school agents, aka Derek, aka Darren, the <laughs> the crime dog. I mean, we wanted to see what things were like in Seattle schools in 1990, kind of give ourselves some context for what we were witnessing in the movie. And so we figured um, we'd send Derek in and see what he could uncover. And then uh, what happened? Uh, it didn't last very long. I uh, <clears throat> I thought it was the dared dog. Yeah. So I got into a dare <laughs> dog cost or a dog costume. Yeah. <laughs> but it's actually what's it supposed to be a lion? <laughs> yeah. That's what they told me once they kicked me off the campus. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, classic 21 Jump Street scenario, but rather than trying to look like a high school student, you <laughs> came as a a dog that had nothing to do with the program that you were part of so good job <laughs> great effort a for trying and uh d for, d for dog yeah d for dog <laughs> d for Daddy Derek. Derek. Yeah. um yeah. and lions for ashley and i yeah anyway um enough of those fun get fun times let's start the show Ooh. the public school system has been reduced to a battlefield Board of Education has just found a solution. Okay. The perfect solution. You're next, Mr. Cope. For the class of 1999. Where are you? The class of 1999. These androids were supposed to educate the students. Battle droids, Miles. Battle droids. To graduate is to survive. Ooh. Whoa. Okay. Yes. We survived the class or class of 1999. We, we briefly explained last week, this is a movie that came out in 1990. It was supposed to come out in 1988, but the company went under. It's a sequel to a movie from 1982 called class of 1984. Following, <laughs> Ashley? Oh. Yeah, I got it. I got it. So it's a futuristic movie that takes place nine years after it's released in theaters. So even though we were kind of like exploring what schools were like in 1990, very briefly with that snafu we mentioned earlier, um, 
this movie is kind of predicting what's going to happen over the next decade in the school systems. If I don't know that it's going for realism, but we'll try to decide what, you know, now that we know <laughs> how things turn out, we'll decide how predictive it was. Yeah. Ashley, um, did you have any idea what this movie was or do you want to kind of talk about your experience in school in 1999 when this is set? Does it match your life expectancy? Well, I I was 12, so I was not in high school yet. Right, Um, right, right. Well, you're like the age of the, what's that kid's name? Angel. Sonny? Angel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm his, but he goes to high school. So I'm kind of confused by that. Maybe he's just really short. He's like 14. I thought it was just like one school or something maybe, but yeah, who knows? Maybe they just consolidated. Yeah. So I was in middle school, but high school at the time when you're in middle school is like really intimidating. I was like, oh man, they're so like tall and big and like, they're scary. (laughs) And then when I actually got to be a freshman, you were a senior, you mom and dad would try and make you give me, give me rides to school and you did not like that. So (laughs) that made me feel even more like a loser. So thanks. I don't, did I don't remember driving you to school at all. Yeah, you only did it a few times because you hated doing it. I'm like, I'm late. Can you? I don't want to go on the bus. Can you take me? And you're like, fine, whatever. And I was like, all right, sorry. Yeah, I dropped you off. Like, well, I guess at a no at the same school, but at a different yeah. parking lot, so that it wouldn't be yeah, you know, so a little nerdy sister. Yep. Well, that sounds fun. Um, for me, <laughs> I did not have any clue what this movie was, aside from knowing like. I'd actually heard some people talk about the original before. The original has somewhat of a cult status. We even talked about it last year for uh, new release season one because mm-hmm. we did a like rank the top movies that take place in the year 1984. Um, so that was an honorable mention, I think. I watched some of the original. Um, it's even campier and more in like kind of the the crybaby toxic Avenger style than this one. Okay. Um, this one is like borderline 80s movie, but at times like kind of taking itself more seriously it's not going full full campiness did um, you did you like the 80 class of 84 better just no i think i actually okay. like this one better um okay. but i you know we'll get into how much we liked <laughs> it any as as a whole but but yeah so no uh no relationship with this movie as far as high school in 99 goes, I guess I would have been um, a junior uh, or a sophomore. I graduated in 2002. So um, I was, that was a pretty awkward period. Not the uh, best time of my life. Um, I mean, it was fine, but certainly not a hellscape like depicted in the, in the movie. <laughs> um, certainly the teachers were less homicidal, but the students were, you know, uh, stereotypically in movie fashion, yeah, pretty, pretty cruel to each other. So, mm-hmm. um, I would say middle school was peak discomfort and peak bullying peak, you know, hating life. High school was just kind of that like blah, too cool for school attitude for me. Um, Derek, what about you? This know anything about this movie going into it? I did not. I had no clue like you that it existed. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But it does. It did kind of remind me of being hazed Mm. as a freshman going into high school. And I was super scared. And I think I may have cried several times 
before <laughs> my first day, hoping that I wouldn't get duct taped and uh, duct taped naked to a flagpole. Were you yeah. were you hazed at all or anything? Or you just no, thankfully not. Yeah, okay. I just had that fear. Yeah. Yeah. Was it like, dazed and confused or something. That's Is what that I was gonna happened? say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's like movies. Uh, I exaggerate the violence. Not 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 even talking about the violence that takes place in this movie, but the they exaggerate kind of the the physical aspect of bullying. At least in my experience, I'm sure there's plenty of that 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 does happen. But they don't really, it's pretty hard to exaggerate kind of the emotional um, bullying and cruelty that takes place in, in high school. It's like something that movies will constantly come up with metaphors for, like Mean Girl style, mm-hmm. um, like a, like being in the jungle. But they all, it, it's all relatable because everyone is like at their emotionally rawest state and still figuring out who they are and any kind of attack on your character at that age feels intensely personal. So that's why I love high school movies. <laughs> um, uh, this one is set in our podcast hometown of Seattle. It Ooh. shows like a map of the, the U S and there's like 12, how many, which cities does it show actually? So there's, well, it shows Denver and it shows yeah. Portland, Seattle. I don't know. There's some on the East coast kind of scattered about, but it hits most of like the big metros. I'm sure there's like one in Cal. It's probably Los Angeles, New York. Mm-hmm. But it was interesting that it it hit Denver, where you used to live before we went back in time for the podcast. Uh, Portland, mm-hmm. where Derek and I used to live before the podcast, and then Seattle, <laughs> Seattle where we live where we now. Live now. Yeah. <laughs> for real, live there, not at all a um, charade. So that was a there. There wasn't a ton of of. Seattle iconography at one point I saw the space needle in the background did you notice mm-hmm. anything else we are constantly seeing in in our day-to-day lives Ashley no just the space okay. needle yeah. and then there's water but like yeah. that was it <laughs> yeah it's 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 not a very well aside from sleepless in Seattle and I'm sure there's like some iconic Seattle movies you kind of forget unless they they go out of their way to call it out that mm-hmm. it's not just like San Francisco or some other city on right. the water. Um, so Seattle is a complete wasteland. Um, people are driving around in armored buses. The kids are either in jail or in a kind of like uh, militant school system. And to make matters better, <laughs> the superintendent or the new principal or whoever's in charge of life or death decision making at um what's the name of this high school lincoln lincoln at lincoln high mm-hmm. um puts in an order for four new teachers um would you, how would you describe their skill set ashley uh <laughs> poor no they're very knowledgeable in their fields is what they say at the beginning um but then they get a little bit out of hand when people are not following the rules there's a tw- i mean there's a important component to these teachers that makes them uh volatile or you know they're 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 robots yeah they're oh yeah they're robots spoiler <laughs> i like the terminator yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they're terminator they're i i was thinking robocop the whole the whole time um but they're it turns much more into terminator yeah for the last end. act um so yeah i mean it's uh it's one of the my favorite parts of the movie is how quickly the teachers turn like 
completely over the top. I mean, there's no um, tension building of whether or not they're going to be able to like hide that there's something wrong with them for very long. The, I guess the only the only way they can kind of get away with it is that the school is in such kind of um, a state of chaos. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, Ashley, when did you realize that the, the teachers were probably going to not work out? Well, the first, I guess the first introduction of the teachers in cl- a classroom was with Pam Greer, right? She was the first one that they kind of yeah, showed. Yeah, actually, that was a good one. Describe that one. Yeah. So, and that doesn't even, she didn't even seem like a robot in that one, which is good. But essentially they go into, when someone's acting out, the robot teachers go into like robot vision and they have, they can choose between like, um, educate, discipline and like kill <laughs> the ranges <laughs> yeah. that they have, which is exterminate, exterminate. Um, and I'm so sure that's how teachers feel today. <laughs> yeah. They're like, yeah. <laughs> discipline or punch in the face. Um, so Pam Greer knows is like this other kid bullying another kid and she like tells them to stop and it escalates and they don't. And then she just like throws one to a wall and then like beats up the other one and step uses her high heel and smushes his toes in, mm-hmm. which I was just like, yeah, girl, get it. <laughs> like, yeah. Pam Greer, her class. <laughs> Pam Greer is in this movie, which is yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's playing like it's, she's definitely playing into her stereotype or not her stereotype, but her like, character type that that she's mm-hmm. played in the past um where she's like the badass yeah, um, the action hero yeah mm-hmm. so she she i guess uh, that introduction scene she earns the respect of the classroom yeah. and because she's beating up the bad kids and then mm-hmm. that, i mean i guess the uh, one of the problems with this movie is that all the there's like a supposed to be a hero character dude but for the most part all the kids are just gang members and bad yeah Yeah, so you're not really rooting for them Mm -mm. um but uh, Derek can you uh cue up the clip of the next teacher introduction real quick Uh, there you go Yeah. What? It's not done. Do you need to explain what's happening in this? Scene? Oh yeah. This this teacher cycled through his um, interface and chose the. You said to play the rest of it, so. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't give you it in time, but that's good. That's good. Um, yeah. So he cycles through his his options and chooses the corporal punishment uh, setting and grabs two of the kids that are fighting in the back of the classroom, um, drags them to his desks, <laughs> and then tosses them over top of his lap and spanks them. Really hard. <laughs> really hard. Um, and I guess, uh, unlike the Pam Greer scene, this is when you know, like, the kids are very accepting of the i mean they don't have any choice it's life or death if they either obey or disobey but at a certain point when the um the main character what's his Mm -hmm. name cody that sounds right when he's (laughs) when he's trying to convince everyone that the teachers uh like killed his friend in a in a wrestling match Mm -hmm. um and are or no like um uh, shoved pills down his friend's throat um uh, to to frame him as 
ODing. Um, the other kids are like, nah, man, their teachers would never do that. Yeah. They would never get away with that. But it's just like the second you see this teacher spanking the shit out of two kids mm-hmm. in a row, like you probably would believe pretty much anything. Yeah. After that. So um, that was one thing that was unbelievable. About <laughs> this movie. Just, just one. Um, the the principal and like there's this sort of love story going through where Cody um for some reason the the new girl at school who's the principal's daughter of course is falling for for Cody um I mean Cody is like the only good character with some moral standing in the movie Mm -hmm. he comes because he comes back from jail and doesn't want (laughs) to get sent back yeah so he's like quitting the gang trying to take care of um uh angel uh being which is his little brother right yeah it seems like it yeah they live they live together their mom the whole town is kind of um on edge so to speak yeah literally yeah Yeah. (laughs) because it's the name of the drug it's almost like a meth seems like a meth town like all their parents are on drugs and just kind of not really there yeah which isn't the movie isn't really like you're supposed to sympathize with them to some degree because you can assume that when uh I don't know what it, what happened to the world. So this is a dystopian movie, like we said, set about nine years after it like came out. What were they? What was the event that led to this circumstance? Was, or is this just them predicting how things are going? I think this is them predicting how things are going. I mean, yeah. would you base it going this way? I based off of eighty four of the first movie. You're like, oh, this makes sense to go this route. Like, it's going to just get worse and worse. Or, yeah, I mean, things were already. I the thing that changed from uh, from eighty four to ninety was they got the technology to hire the robot teachers. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> the students were already out of control, and 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 like, I don't know. I guess it's it's not like a post apocalyptic movie. There was no. It just feels like one. Um, mm-hmm. They're just they just have a very pessimistic viewpoint on the timeline of human <laughs> of human existence and they think in nine years from from when they were making the movie to the, i mean it's for entertainment purposes so they're they're not like scientists or anthropo anthro anthropologist 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 um, anthropologist <laughs> anthropologist <Yeah. laughs> predicting this but anyway it's it's uh pretty exaggerated and I don't know, Ashley. What's what was your overall kind of uh, feeling with this movie? Were you on board for the ride, or were you bored with the ride? I was bored. I didn't <laughs> like it. I didn't like this movie. <laughs> I'm just gonna put it out there. I thought there were moments which were like fun, entertaining. Like when he like the clip we just played when he like smacks him in the ass, and like there's certain moments of it, but it was so much action and so much just like gun shooting and just like loud noises the entire time i was like okay like there's needs to be a break or sometimes like down like it just seemed like it was a constant action for the entire movie and i can't it's too much for me yeah the you just brought up a key point for me at least like any scene involving the students fighting each other like the Mm -hmm. gang warfare there's one scene that feels kind of like the climax of the movie where the the um the robot teachers kill angel they rip his chest open um which is part of its cut so that they could procure the r rating but um Mm -hmm. i saw some unedited stills (laughs) yeah Um, 
so that was going to be a really gory scene but nevertheless it instigates the this big fight that is just poorly filmed or poor, poorly choreographed or we don't care yeah about- it's between the rival gangs so there's the razor heads and the black hearts yeah and they the he thinks the razor heads kill his brother but it's really the robots because they carved into his chest which was edited out yeah. so then they put his blood on a basketball that says like something that implies something that implies the razor heads did it so there you have a what took place over five days this that film um that mm. whole back and forth oh wow yeah because the weather was so bad so they'd keep like canceling shooting and it was like really muddy and then they'd go back to shooting so maybe that's why it seems a little bit disjointed it just seemed kind of pointless i agree and then at one point and then the robots were coming or the teachers were also fighting and so they were killing both the gangs and the gangs were killing each other it's just oh right yeah so they're yeah <laughs> their plan was so stupid they're the teachers are at one point they try to they try to kill the the main uh, they try to kill cody and mm-hmm. uh I, I don't think they're going to kill the principal's daughter because they work for him yeah. um but they they try to they chase cody in a shitty like corolla and he's on a motorcycle and he manages to get them to drive into um the puget sound or whatever yeah <laughs> <laughs> whatever uh exists in our neighborhood um and and then they are like, because we failed, we're going to have to take things to, we're going to have to take a different approach, a less like personal approach. We're going to just kill everyone, <laughs> get like start an entire war and hope that they just kill the people that we want them to kill. Yeah. And they're not going to go back to school as teachers. Yeah. And then, <laughs> but, but then once that is, once that's playing out, they also show up at the fight, like you said, and yeah. are trying to just intervene and kill them themselves it's 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 very mm-hmm. the bigger the bigger problem though is just that the it's kind of like the warring factions and crybaby except that was the whole movie yeah. this is like two different movies when it becomes a sci-fi horror movie at the end i thought it was way better um when they're kind of like hunting the kids down one-on-one at the school Mm-hmm. each you get to see each teacher's like special power um those are pretty cool yeah and then well yeah and it leads up to that because the, the first hour then i'm like oh, okay like it's just the kids shooting each other and occasionally the teacher will step in and like break their neck and that's like the whole movie for the first hour um i have an over under for you guys oh okay so over under of how many people were killed in this movie i'm During just gonna the say 23 I don't know how to do uh, over under 75. So 20, 20, 23 is my under. No, you, no, no. you well, it actually doesn't know how to do over under. Either. Yeah, I didn't You're say I didn't set correctly. A Just, number. I know. Oh. And we say over or under. <laughs> Drew, Drew's well, better at gambling than we are. Uh, well, I'd say I'll 23. Just, okay. We'll just say price is right rules because I know how that works. Ooh, okay, 27 um, and a half. 28. 35 and that's fucked yes, up. Drew. Damn it. <laughs> you can't well you can't that is very prices right so i guess you didn't go do a dollar so or yeah, one well, I originally so. i said 70 i mean yeah that's okay so that's a lot that's a high body count we should be tracking that somewhere uh for posterity yeah <laughs> i know there we've mentioned a few of them already you know robocop terminator actually one of your favorite movies is the faculty right yes josh yes. hartnett let's go so i mean it's the same setup. A group of kids are kind of like 
think their teachers are evil again you know yeah. same old story but it turns <laughs> out they're actually aliens and they are um evil and they're like harvesting the or they're like um body swapping or taking over they the implant into the body yeah yeah they take the over ear. yeah it's it's an awesome movie but like on the surface you could confuse the two plots and this came out um well ahead of the faculty so like why do you think that movie works so well and this one falls well it's not short. as cheesy it's more like it's done as like a sci-fi horror like this one you yeah. kind of go into it and you're like oh it's like action sort of and the acting isn't very good yeah. but then the other one has like elijah wood josh hartnett and like a lot of people that you're like oh like these are actually decent actors and oh and ushers in it so like come on <laughs> you like the students i mean it's, it's yeah you're it's, rooting for the students to win and this it, one it, i'm not really rooting for the students to win. it could be fun like you can root for you can in a in a best case scenario you have like uh, pam greer in this movie or famke jensen in mm-hmm. the faculty oh, yeah, where yes. you enjoy like following both sides of the story but in this one you don't enjoy following the the terribly contrived love story between cody mm-hmm. and the principal's daughter it's like she's just hitting on him for no reason at the start he has zero charisma he looks like a knockoff <laughs> yeah, johnny depp maybe yeah but like not johnny as depp with sad eyes yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah she just like follows him around and like wants to be even though he's like the bad well i guess it's like the whole bad guy appeal but he's actually not in the gang anymore but i don't he, get it <laughs> he's not bad he's not good he's not interesting um, he's just there yeah johnny he's not hot depressed no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's the key. Yeah. Like the faculty also written by Kevin Williamson, who wrote Scream and directed by Robert Rodriguez. So it's like faculty so filmmaking, good. check, writing, check, acting, check. Yeah, it has. Yeah. <laughs> this movie. I watch that tonight. <laughs> none of the three. Um, uh, none of the three, like up to a high standard. Uh, mm-hmm. It does technically have acting. Um, yeah i mean people will say things <laughs> and then i will say because we don't want to be you know going uh we, I, I don't think i didn't hate it so i don't want to be too harsh Derek, um can you play the clip towards the end a clip have a nice stretch coach <laughs> <laughs> so that's like them using a forklift to to rip the head off of the lead um robot teacher uh and it looks cool like the effects are pretty good and pretty if they spent that much budget on the dumb action scenes Mm -hmm. they still save some budget for pam greer's uh flamethrower arm oh yeah which was cool and um the teacher's like pincher uh claw uh like one of those um claws you use to get toys at a toy store yeah Yeah. (laughs) so a teacher has that for for a hand which they could have just like poked holes in someone's throat which they do with their bare hands so i don't know why they made the claw but (laughs) it's to make them hold still while they oh the claw makes them hold still while then another implement a drill comes out Mm -hmm. so they can drill in when they could have just stabbed him in the throat, but or just I, or just drilled, yeah, or just drilled, <laughs> <laughs> or just snapped the neck. 
yeah, yeah they did exactly. that a lot <laughs> which they do they do snap a neck earlier um but I, if the whole movie had been in that tone and that kind of like mm-hmm. campy horror slasher um uh, practical effects driven tone i would have you could you could follow the action somewhat during that last sequence whereas because it was one-on-one battles yeah um, whereas the the like firefights were just a poorly you know orchestrated free-for-all so when i wish i kind of wish there was just like one like one gang that was like terrorizing like normal students and then the robot teachers would come or something i feel like it was just too like the, the gangs jocks. are basically taking over the whole school you know just i don't know so you're not rude for anyone like any of the kids i was like yeah go ahead snap their necks whatever yeah <laughs> that's not good yeah. i was like should you're, i root I'm- for these children the the emotional like the the heartbreaking moment of the movie is supposed to be when angel Mm -hmm. you know gets killed and the brother that's when the brother snaps and kind of starts the the gang war but it's like we know it was we know it was a a trap and we know he's gonna like i I don't know it's just too jam-packed with with different tones overall but at least it's got some has its moments did uh, you did you recognize the brother from another movie he looks like he's doing some sort of lost boys style haircut but i i, I other than that no did you watch teen witch ever no i did oh, not he's the little brother in teen witch not sabrina the teenage witch but no teen it's witch. teen witch where like <laughs> this woman this like or this girl is like a high school misfit and then she becomes a witch and casts a spell in the sky and that the guy, his name's Joshua Miller, the kid, mm. Cody's little brother, and that's her little brother in the movie. And it came out a year before. And I used to love this movie. So Oh, well. Yeah. But we'll he was pretty good. Holds in, up. He was pretty good in that one. I watched yeah. it like two years ago. So came out a year before, but this film. Mm-hmm. So he was older in the film that you watched, Teenage. Oh, Witch. yeah, because this one's recorded in 88. You're right. You're right. Yep. Well, um, I think we've Ooh. covered most of the highlights. Ashley, anything else? no (laughs) Derek any um what was your what should we save your overall reaction or you know just thumbs up thumbs down verbally please oh verbally I was about to do it physically because you guys can see me uh okay oh don't say it don't say it yeah yeah oh no yeah cool (laughs) teaser um (laughs) Well, now let's take a quick break from our discussion of class of 1999 while we tune our dials to NR94, new release radio. This is where we give you a taste of what was happening this week back in 1990, starting with a hit tune. Ever wow all right <laughs> i think i gave you the wrong timestamp there the song you just heard was hold on by wilson phillips moving up six spots to number six on the billboard top 100 for the week of may 11th 1990 Ashley? yeah here we go Oh yeah, for that part of it. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have now too. Don't you know? Don't you know? It's a change. Yeah. I love this song. Okay, that's better. Creek. 
Dawson's Creek vibe. Oliver, our friend, <laughs> music snob himself, gave it a big fat thumbs down um, <laughs> when I shared Surprise. it. Uh, so, <laughs> Ashley, yeah. what in the heck is happening in news or pop culture this week? Well, tomorrow, May 12th, because <laughs> apparently we know the future, but whatever. It's like early uh, edition. We have, the, yeah. we have the paper for tomorrow. Yeah. Um, Comic Relief USA 90 is happening, which is the fourth one, and it raises... $4.7 million, which is pretty incredible for our homeless, for the homeless. Want to play a little nice. clip? Yeah. Here's the promo. Because it's the biggest comedy event of the year. I mean, and honey, Whoopee. to help America's homeless, you know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because you know when it is, Comic Relief 90. Watch it. It's on May 12th. What? Check it out. Mm-hmm. May 12th? Girlfriend, don't make me say that again. <laughs> <laughs> so you have Robin Williams, Whoopi Goldberg, and Billy Crystal in the promo, which is pretty star-studded. Um, so what about that box office? Did this do well? Was it scrolling, limited release? Scrolling. By scrolling, <laughs> I mean dragging my finger down the, the paper. <laughs> <laughs> pretty Woman, number one still. Teenage Pretty Woman went up 11% from last week. The Whoa, staying power. Okay. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles still holding on. Tales from the Dark yeah, Side baby. dropped pretty steeply 41 percent, but still at number three and then scrolling scrolling ponytail ponytail car ernest um (laughs) at number 13 class of 1999 with seven hundred and sixty-seven thousand dollars. wow yeah it took between seven and eight million to make so just as a (laughs) yeah as long as it continues at this pace for 10 more weeks (laughs) yeah (laughs) it'll make back its money but um unless you're pretty woman it's probably gonna uh drop week to week yeah yeah all right well uh there was a sequel to this movie actually do you know what it was called class of 1999 yeah part two i think (laughs) they were gonna call it something oh go ahead no you go ahead you know better than me oh no i was just gonna say they're gonna call it like class of 2001 right or something like that. But then they decided to do class of 1999 part two, the substitute. Was that another yep. one? Yeah. <laughs> Starring um, the Cody from full house, the dude yeah. who lives in the, dri- in the camper in the driveway or in his van in the driveway. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Cause Cody he was the, a martial arts fun, artist. The fun one. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the dude, like what's up? Like super Cali bro. <laughs> he's, he's a legit martial artist. He was in uh, various action movies and mm-hmm. none more popular than <laughs> class of 1999 part two the substitute but the funny thing about the about researching that though actually the reason i brought it up is because it they said that the reason they didn't set it you know two to three years into the future was because of the modest success yeah of, of class of 1999 so despite those early box office receipts uh-huh. i guess this is prime home video era it must have been enough of like a a home video or home video yeah they wanted um, to link it to the title i was like oh yeah okay yeah sure um anyway that's uh (laughs) that's enough on the box office now for everyone's favorite segment on new release radio rank the blank This is where we pick a topic inspired by the week's movies, movie, and rank our personal favorites. This week's topic, 
movie high schools that suck. Ashley, <laughs> do you have some honorable mentions for us before we get to our picks? Sure do. So we have Shermer High School, which is a breakfast club and Fierce Bueller Day. Bueller's, Ferris Bueller's Day Off, yeah. same high school. Harrington High from the faculty, which you mentioned before. We have George Washington Carver High Wasn't from Wasn't the name of our middle school? Th- they renamed Ooh, it to George Washington re- Carver. Yeah, yeah uh huh. It is interesting. Didn't think about that. Here um, comes one of our arrival high schools. Shitty. Yeah, middle, yeah. <laughs> Middlesex High School, which was also a rival high school growing up. So uh, that's from Donnie Darko. And then we have see lee high school days confused and then tv there's sunnydale neptune hawkins oh and someone's favorite riverdale Riverdale. (laughs) you skipped horror high and atomic high (laughs) yeah i don't know what that is those are like trauma movies which their name kind of sums up the state of the high school ah i see yep yeah i skipped on purpose thanks (laughs) at least you mentioned riverdale oh for sure do we have any instagram results this week so we have just a couple. Um, so we have Clueless, which I think it actually pretty be a cool school to go to. Mm-hmm. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're um, Clueless. Ooh. And then Elephant, which makes sense. Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> oh, my yeah. God. That's like the Columbine movie, right? Yeah. So it takes place in fictional, yeah, yeah, a fictional yeah, yeah. like Watt High School, but it's based off Columbine. It happened in 99. So, wow. yeah. Yeah, that is a very powerful and, and disturbing mm-hmm. uh, like indie art art film i mean i I shouldn't call it an art film it's just artfully artfully shot um like first person kind of feel to it following yeah the events of that day gus van sant gus Mm -hmm. yeah yeah yep he's the director Mm -hmm. okay well those are this is that's a long uh history of sucky schools ashley Mm -hmm. uh we've got what's the name of the school from this movie i said it was lincoln but i might be confusing that for with clone high so I'm not sure. Clone High. The cartoon show, I think it's called Lincoln High School and Clone. Oh, I thought you meant that this one was called Clone High. No, no, no. <laughs> that's, that's a little robot high. Um, whatever it's called, uh, whatever the high school in class of 99 is called, is a very strong contender this week, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. Unless you like your teachers to not kill you. Ashley, what is your choice for this week? Uh, my choice is this is probably doesn't sound super familiar, but Thomas Ewan Consolidated High School. <laughs> so um, that's from Carrie, mm. which is, yeah, mm-hmm. where the, all the students are big assholes to Carrie and just assholes in general. And they torment her and torture her until she loses her shit. So that's Classic. fine. Yep. Yeah. And then if you happen to be at the prom, you're dead. probably dead. So, yeah, yeah. that would be good choice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, or if you're lucky you've got pig's blood on you yeah if yeah. you're her um yeah or in the splash you're... the splash radius splash zone yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> um i i like how you yeah you found all the names for these high schools thomas you and consolidated high does sound kind of uh dystopic mm-hmm. for me um i'm going with westerberg high from one of my favorite movies heathers Ooh. so the winona Ryder, christian slater dark 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 comedy mm-hmm. it's kind of a it's a response to all the the john hughes high school movies which have some like uh, level of of um criticalness and satire about the high school experience but this took it like well this was basically saying fuck you john hughes and your earnest yeah. bullshit this is <laughs> this is what 
high school is like this is what cliques are like uh everyone is um you know kind of like really um standoffish and worthy of um they're such shitty characters that they deserve to die um yep. according to christian slater at least mm-hmm. so yeah and then this movie almost ends in a carry like mass um destruction event but i think that the school is saved from christian slater bombing um bombing the high school yeah. so but a lot of people die along the way so um if you're a jock or anyone Popular named girl. heather yeah you probably don't want to go to westerberg um, yeah derek what is your choice yeah let's move to a more comedic uh, <laughs> <laughs> heather's is really funny I th- i'm yeah, pretty sure you've funny. mentioned heather's on on this podcast before yeah oh, for uh, sure. it, it is good movie. yeah it's great uh so mine is mean girls oh yeah mm-hmm. i don't remember how i watched it or like why i watched it but it's a great film and i learned that it was written by tina fey yep yep that doesn't stack up to uh to the our rankings but um she just goes to a shitty ass high school where she's treated like shit until she has to kind of fit back in right mold into becoming a popular girl and then she's yeah. popular and everyone loves to hate her or hates to love her there you go it's like the yeah. new girl is a loser becomes one of the poor girls and becomes it's oh wait the same plot as heathers so yeah <laughs> another writer becomes just, one of the heathers and then kills them but yep. in katie's case just less murder yeah in less katie's blood case, she mm-hmm. she comes back around to the the good side and yeah and uh discovers that there's more to life than forming than being popular yeah but- so i'm definitely gonna win right mm. mean girls <laughs> is a like we were saying earlier it it dramatizes the the extremeness of the high school experience by having yeah. the very memorable like water fountain scene where the kids are, are fighting and ripping each other's hair out and mm-hmm. they're like fantasy sequences but they do a good job and then things like the burn book um which yeah. kind of instigates the plot is something that very well could be ripped from tina fey's high school experience or any any number of people's mm-hmm. um ashley so, did you have one of those books i did not know <laughs> where is it i didn't i didn't have <laughs> one <laughs> um okay well let's start with the the name uh to to be determined of the movie of the of the school from class of 1999 it's kennedy uh, high i was wrong kennedy yeah Okay. Um, so where do you think Kennedy high ranks in this list of four, Ashley? Really high. Yeah. I mean, you <laughs> fuck that. I don't want to, why did, okay. I have a question before we get into the rankings. Mm-hmm. Did you have to go to school? Oh yeah. I wanted to bring this up. So. Cause he, one kid had to, cause he'd go back to jail, but did all the other kids were they all forced to go to high school with these? Like that, that was kind of, kind of what I was getting at earlier with like what <laughs> happened to the world to bring us to this point because mm-hmm. is as much as the the city is a war zone and there's just you know there's there's functioning gangs and the economy seems to have completely kind of turned yeah. into street crime what's who is enforcing going to school why are people still maintaining that part of society but no other part as far as we can tell um so yeah good question um but if you don't get killed by the teachers at Kennedy, 
you'll get killed by your fellow or you'll get beat up by your fellow students. Yeah. So. Maybe it's safer to go to high school. I guess. Um, man, this is tough. I think, mm-hmm. uh, I think mean girls is probably all things considered the, the nicest school. Yeah. The nicest option. Yeah. <laughs> Heather's <laughs> is North shore high, by the way. Thanks for that note. <laughs> oh yeah. North, North shore, shore high. high. Yeah. Yeah, that um, sounds pretty, pretty actually bougie, sounds so, great. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I'd go there. It's like on the um, beach. <laughs> Westerberg High is uh, cliquish and is but as long as you can avoid kind of the the wrath of as long as you mind your own business, you're probably mm-hmm. not going to be singled out by Christian Slater or um Winona Reiner's characters. You're not gonna really the Heathers kind of go around and just kind of fuck with the other students but they don't they don't kill them unless you know they're they don't kill anyone um, but you're not likely to get killed unless Mm -hmm. you are um perpetuating that hierarchy so i'm gonna say that's probably number uh, mean girls four westerberg three um and so it comes down to the Cary high school versus uh the class of 99 high school i was also thinking of all these other high schools as you were talking mm-hmm. like jennifer's body with megan yeah. fox there's a couple yeah like oh i don't want to go there um and the one from it follows they're all in high school but anyway i think that Ooh, the hereditary high Ooh, <laughs> you got yeah. birds flying into the windows uh yeah there's a lot of okay so i'm thinking that i would rather go to carrie's high school and instead of 1999 i think because you could still probably survive a carries i feel like you're going to constantly be bullied and like get killed by a robot i don't i don't know yeah, yeah i think I carries guess high school is like about... more normal <laughs> i mean yeah, did you do you remember the opening of carrie with the locker room scene yeah i watched it today <laughs> so... but i meant like but yeah like that's effing terrible very normal <laughs> but i meant like that I just feel like going into school where you're already like, there's already like big rival gangs. Everyone has kind of has weapons. You, that girl, like the main character almost gets like raped in that one scene. He has to protect her. Yeah. Like Carrie doesn't seem as dangerous except for the ending. I guess the only argument I would make for Carrie is that it's, it's still connected to, I mean, Carrie, uh, it's a Stephen King story and Carrie has Mm -hmm. telekinetic powers that she discovers by the end. But the high school is not like a complete dystopia like yeah. it is in class of 1999. Like there it's the class of 1999 is so detached from like you just said, you just wouldn't go to school. Yeah. So and Carrie, <laughs> you could get sucked in to being, you know, if you're if you're good at volleyball, let's say you might be kind of like a bully or you might just get sucked into like a click. Like the mob um, mentality, but for high school. Yeah, or if you're John Travolta and you're just like around, uh, along for a good time and you're uh, going out to the farm to, to slaughter a pig, like you might not realize <laughs> <laughs> the consequences of that little prank. Um, yeah. <laughs> so well, I don't know. I'm going to say Carrie is my vote. Okay. I agree with Carrie as well. Sweet. What Psychic powers. Although, yeah, yeah uh, you, you can die either way. Yeah. One's, one's from a teacher, reward. one's from a student. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to reward class of 99 because it's it's kind of removed from kind of yeah. bullshit. Yeah. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, well, I win. Woo. 
Ooh, winner, winner, it, chicken dinner. Winner. What do you have for us? Are you ready just for a little, for just, your... It's just a listening clip. All right. <laughs> Pig's blood. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting. It's just her getting showered with pits. pits yeah. Blood. No, no, that was that audio was perfect. You can mm-hmm. you can feel it. Yeah. And I also <laughs> just want to watch the entire film. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's an incredible movie. Mm-hmm. Um, that and Heather's if we were just ranking the movies or did they remake Carrie? Several times. They yeah. did with Chloe Moritz. Yes. And it was actually the, pretty good. I, I, I don't I don't even know if I watched that remake, actually. Yeah. No. I said pretty, several times, good. but I guess I'm thinking of the they made a very emo nineties sequel. Um mm. Carrie to the Rage part two. Uh, um, no. <laughs> um, part two, the substitute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. Congrats, Ashley. Woo, thank you. Number one. Nice job. Woo, woo. Carrie one. Um Kennedy High two. Westerberg from Heathers three and North Shore High from Mean Girls. We would all enroll. <laughs> so <Yep. number> four. <laughs> sign me up. Well, it's almost time to sign off on New Release Radio for this week and give our final thoughts on Class of 1999. But before we do, let's listen to a brand new track that debuted at number 56 on this week's Billboard Top 100. Ooh, yes. <laughs> I used to listen to this in PE. Yep. I think in everyone did. School. It's so good. It must have been on a now. Yeah, like now too, or something at the beginning. Because mm. it's like a mm. European um, electronic band that had no other, uh, I mean, they had other singles, but it's not like part of a, <laughs> a popular album. So that was Snap by The Power. Now, back <laughs> to our feature presentation. Ashley, what's the early buzz on class of 1999? It's higher than I was going to read it. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually, it actually got like decent reviews, which I was surprised by. Um, but for this portion, we'll do two true views and a lie or all lies written by me or all critical reviews. You'll just have to wait and see. Okay. You ready? Yep. Read them off. Okay. First review, a poor man's terminator. Second review, everything about class of 99 screams 1980s, which is no bad thing. Of course, the fashion dialogue and soundtrack are almost a perfect snapshot of the era, despite the film being set right at the tail end of the 20th century. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, Fair point. That'll come in with our rankings. Yep. Um, And three, you know, when a movie is so loud for so long, you get bored and fall asleep. Well, here we are. And that's the reviews. (laughs) Okay, Ashley wrote number three. Um, and number one. And one, I could see, I'm going to say just number three. I've got one and three, baby. I wrote one and three. Okay. Yeah, I finally won this segment. Yeah. <laughs> I finally did it. <laughs> um, and then as far as awards for this movie, it was nominated for the Young Artist Award by the brother, little brother Angel, which I didn't think he was, what? I couldn't tell what he was saying. So... Like ever, I could never tell what he was saying, so I'm not sure. Yeah, why that was an obnoxious for... character. It was like I interpreted it as the stereotypical like obnoxious younger brother character. We weren't supposed to like him, but yeah. Well, did you but... notice? Doesn't he look kind of like a grown up child though? You yeah. know what I mean? 
It's very confusing to me. Yeah, it's a very 80s haircut. I mean, that like mullet uh, with a headband. It's straight out of the, the Lost Boys. So Yeah, it's just like kind of weird. Um, but then I did write a little poem. Ooh. Okay. Just a little one. It's not nearly as long Ashley's, as last week's. Ashley's Poetry uh, Corner. My little poetry corner. We should have like a little ditty. A little poetry corner. You know, whatever. Um, okay. <clears throat> Evil doctor with white hair disciplining kids from the scientist lair. Watch out for the three robots. They'll snap your neck, even if it's just over not knowing the capital of Quebec, which is Quebec City. Just um, <laughs> harsh, harsh discipline is what these bots do. Black hearts better watch out because they're coming for you. That's my little my little poem. Beautiful. Yeah. Snap, snap, Thank snap, you. snap, Thank snap. You. I have to say it because you can't break, do it. Break, snap, break, snap, break, snap. break, break. <laughs> um, all right. So would you guys, we kind of briefly talked about this, um, but would you recommend it to someone? Would you watch it again? Would you skip it? What are your thoughts? Let's start with Derek because we were, everyone's yeah. on the edge of their seat to know which Ooh, way yeah, his, Derek, his, his thumb think? is pointing. <laughs> watch the faculty. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we're, but these we're at a mall in 1990 and it's not out for eight more years. So <clears throat> take our time traveling yeah. rollerblades and <laughs> go into the future and just promise me you'll come back with them. <laughs> so you do not recommend this movie. I don't know. It, you know, the the practical effects were were pretty rad. There were a lot of gunshot scenes and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, I don't know. I liked it. Maybe 45 percent of liking something 100 percent if that okay. makes sense okay. yep. so it failed Perfect sense. <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh drew what do you what are your final thoughts no uh i always <laughs> try to find kind of an yeah. uh, an angle to approach this with but overall yeah. i think it's forgettable i mean yeah you could watch some clips if you want to no just no, no. <laughs> i'll say hard pass take a hall pass Ooh. Ooh. Um, it just came to me. Ooh. Actually, if you take a hall pass, then you'll get exterminated while you're in the in the hallways in this movie. Isn't there there's like an air uh, uh, siren that goes off when they an air raid siren? Mm -hmm. I thought second. that if the students didn't were like locked into the classrooms and they were like not or they didn't make it to the classroom, they like all die. But we never exactly. see that. So. Yeah, so I wouldn't trust a hall pass. of like Clockwork Orange mixed with like Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> mixed <laughs> I mean, with. Mixed with, and the yeah, mixed with Terminator and yeah, the fact and that whatever that Blackboard movie they talked about in the reviews, Black, Black, it's an older huh? movie, I don't remember. It's called like Blackboard something. It's kind of like the faculty from like a long time ago, like the 70s. Hmm. Um, so it's oh, Westworld. Like, well, and Ooh, Westworld, well, but, yeah. so that the principal was from Westworld, right? Was he the principal? McDowell. Um, the yeah, so Martin McDowell, yeah, uh, Malcolm McDowell is in mm -hmm. this, and, yeah, and he's in Westworld. Yeah, the person who directed this, who also directed the original, uh, like what did the guy say? He, like ran into Michael Crichton and was um like oh, yeah, he's saying, like buzzing about the movie. <laughs> yeah, Michael Crichton who wrote Westworld. Uh, this dude was like, I took a lot of inspiration <laughs> from <laughs> from your story. And I guess I can, I could, that, that's where the robots come into play. But it's funny how when we're doing, you never compare like mediocre movies to other mediocre movies for the most part. You think mm -hmm. of like the good versions of them. <laughs> right. So as soon as you enter like Terminator, Robocop, the faculty into the discussion, this movie is just doesn't stand Yeah, it a doesn't chance. really come so. out. 
the good end. Yeah, no, yeah. there's plenty of other things to watch. Um, I we you did briefly mention the kind of like overlays. They they're not nearly as cool as the the uh, Terminator or mm-hmm. RoboCop ones, but the cycle we we probably undersold the comedic value of like the processing time that it takes for the teacher to go through a three-step like menu before yeah. <laughs> deciding whether to just give the the student a talking to or spank them or snap their neck and it's just like and they had like a selection of like what kind of moves they want to do which i thought was kind of yeah. cool <laughs> and, and they show a um they show like the head programmer in mm-hmm. the um because these these robots are they have military training not teacher training they're yeah. battle they're battle bots battle um bots. they show them like getting really excited because they're making these complex decisions very slowly mm-hmm. in real time but they're like watching them on a on a feed and so it's just all of that is is fun like satire but Mm -hmm. then when it comes to like the characters it's just nothing there so yeah so (laughs) on a scale of one to 90 Uh how 90s is this 1999 (laughs) recorded in 88 (laughs) released in 90 movie uh based on music wardrobe the actors that are in it tropes um right now we have standings which are pretty tough to beat uh teenage teenage mutant ninja turtles 89 out of 90 house party 84 out of 90 pretty woman 81 out of 90 what about yeah. this one hmm. i mean it feels like it's from the 80s so yeah there's nothing there's obviously a lot of 80s influence in 1990 we've we say that every week but mm-hmm. you there's nothing in this movie except for the title yeah <laughs> that that uh, has anything to do with like the there's no 90s music no 90s hair i mean it's literally an 80s movie they just couldn't yeah. get it released until 1990 um i don't know how futuristic this would have felt two years earlier <laughs> but yeah <laughs> it certainly doesn't feel very futuristic um uh, in 1990 so um yeah i'm gonna say i mean uh, 15 10 yeah was pam greer big in the 90s when was fox no she's big in like the 70s. the 70s okay yeah jackie brown's in the 90s but that's like playing on her image from the 70s or from foxy 80s. Yeah. yeah okay um, i'm good with like what about we'll do like 17 for my birthday oh perfect <laughs> um derek are you okay with that do you want to make it higher or lower <laughs> oh so 17 is the final yeah final <laughs> yeah well, I, let's make it 17.9999 how about we make it 99? No, it's gonna... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's, it's sure. I, I actually kind of disagree with what Drew said about the 90s music because I was listening to the soundtrack for our outro mm-hmm. and there are a couple of 90s songs in there. But well, I, yeah, I maybe I, maybe just none of them stuck out at me or or because they could have. They were Obviously. in the soundtrack. They did not play during the movie. <laughs> right. So. Okay. Well, that would, <laughs> if you watch something like the, anything in the mid to, to later nineties, I mean, it is so the music is like immediately identifies the era. Yeah. This, at, there was probably some synthesizer action going on at times, but pretty forgettable score. Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah. 
Class of 99 gets 17.99 out of 90. It gets, last thing, last note, like it almost yeah. loses points because it's trying to be more 90s. It's the, the whole premise is that it's supposed to like look ahead and predict the 90s. And this is, they. I feel like they didn't make an earnest effort at that. They just- Do you want to do a negative 17.99? <laughs> I mean, I would- I'm not bad with zero. that. Yeah, let's, you know what? I mean, we all, we all really did not, we, d- we don't recommend it. It's yeah. it, it is a film. Let's give it 0. 0.99. Okay. 0. 0.1799. Yeah, 1799. Okay, so yeah, that zero, we can round 0. Yeah, so round, yeah. Okay, there perfect. we go. Hell yeah. That's, cool. That's yes. our lowest so lowest score <laughs> ever. Um so what do we want to include in the new release gift shop from this movie? So each week when we watch the movie, we pick something from the movie and we make it into our gift shop and then we sell it to people. So we have a Leatherface face mask, um, a jar of tears from Crybaby, a flipped hot up hot pink visor, which I love yeah. <laughs> from Side Out, the volleyball movie. Um, what do we want to include from this movie? I, you know, I'm going to step in here. And, go for it. You know, it. those, the shops that you go into and there's just like a free, like sticker pile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, just put the VHS in the free pile and you can just take it for free. A VHS of the movie that hasn't come out yet. Uh, well, yeah, just <laughs> you just want to give away the movie that yeah. we don't like yeah. for sale. For no I don't know. You're trying to make a profit here. Acumen. Yeah. Um, what, do, what do you think, Ashley? Um, I was thinking between white contact lenses, like the evil scientist wears. Ooh. Okay. And maybe so. There's this one scene that we don't talk about, but there's one scene where our Cody and Christy break into like the robots, the teachers where they live. Oh, and they gosh. have all these like shelves filled with like WD 40 and all this like robot me- stuff, mechanic stuff, whatever. Yeah. And so I was thinking we could sell like fake WD 40 that was like a drinkable liquid. Think like a four loco. Ooh. But like that's yeah. actually pretty. Good. It already looks like pretty toxic anyway. WD WD four loco. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Ooh, WD 40 ounce. Yeah, done. Ooh. Easy. <laughs> um, okay. At 40, that's shaped like like a um, square, like WD. Yeah, it looks like motor oil or whatever. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a great idea. Okay, Thanks. well, two good ideas. I don't know if if we can really <laughs> pick, but um, we'll have to go with Ashley's for now. Yeah. Uh, okay. And good. that scene, what we we are running out of time, so we won't go into it. But that scene was pretty hilarious. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, so, Drew, what's next week? Well, I think we are going a little bit more mainstream with an action comedy featuring two of the biggest movie stars of the era. Oh, who are they? <laughs> what? We'll find out. You were a hairdresser? <laughs> Mel. Hi, Scotty. Plus. Do you remember when you said you wanted to have sex with me in some weird place? Goldie. How about Detroit? Oh, my God! I need a bath. I need a manicure. I need a beer. Bird on a Wire, rated PG-13. Starts Friday, May 18th at theaters everywhere. <laughs> okay. All right, that's a week from today. Yeah. Um, if the... If the trailer is any indication, <laughs> Bird on a Wire starring Mel Gibson and Goldie Hawn should be a Ooh. orgasmic treat. I don't know. Was she supposed to be sounding like she was? I think so. Yeah. Having anyway. sex in Detroit. Yeah. Yeah. So 
uh, it'll definitely be a change from the last couple of movies we've watched, which will be fun. And um, y'all looking forward to that one? Yeah. Okay. Derek, well, yeah. Y'all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you, audience member, want to listen along, then subscribe to the podcast by searching new release on Spotify or Apple or anywhere else podcasts are found. Ashley, take it away. Uh, dude, that's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs> Derek's points of audible. I would open up my fist.